Hey, oh bad boys, welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Tonight, we're coming to you live from a cabin at Camp Crystal Lake. Lucky enough to get a pretty good discount on uh, an Airbnb here. It's pretty cheap. I don't know why. It's beautiful. The lake's here. We got some marshmallows. Gonna do some s'mores and... I don't know what that was. Well, anyway, let's dive in. Today, we're here to talk all about Jason and Friday the 13th. Here we are, bad boys. Talk all about one of the biggest horror franchises of all time, Friday the 13th. We're your hosts. I'm Joe. Uh, this is Colin the 13th. Uh, and this is just King Mike the 13th. None of that works. It's fine, though. But what does work is a um, good machete, sometimes a sleeping bag, whatever <laughs> a you hockey get mask, the job done. That's right. Really, a bag. whatever you can find yeah. around. I mean, Jason is the king of creative kills that is 100 percent true all the improv murder <laughs> yeah we'll talk about it a little later so many people give michael myers shit for being able to drive even though he grew up in an insane asylum jason was a kid who technically lived under a swamp <laughs> like after he died and somehow he jumps up and he knows how to operate uh, weed whackers, you know, uh, very intense oh, machine. The MacGyver of murder. I mean, he can <laughs> do everything. That's a great way to put it, Joe. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about this franchise with you guys. It was definitely a Halloween staple of mine growing up. Definitely mar- marathoning through all of these. Uh, before we dive in, what's uh, your relationship with the franchise? Colin? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I love Friday the 13th. Um, I don't think I've ever watched a Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. I don't think I've ever been scared by the day Friday the 13th. Uh, that's never really brought that terror over to me. Um, but I'm scared of Jason. Yeah. I mean, um, watch these, you know, spooky Halloween sleepovers, stuff like that. Um, Jason Voorhees, obviously cultural icon, and weirdly didn't even become iconic until like the third movie, like the look that we know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's well known. And, and I mean, him, Freddie, Mike Myers, that's the big three, right? That's the big that's three. The triumvirate yep. of horror icons. So how, how can you not like it? Creative yeah. kills. If you like the slasher over the top gore fest, that's what it's about. So tomorrow is Halloween itself. Have you guys had a good celebration month? Anything that you uh, you did special? Anything that you're looking to get done uh, tomorrow on All Hallows Eve? I stuck to watching my horror films every night. I'm very proud about that. Logged one each night. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. What ones have you watched so far? Uh, some pretty good ones. Uh, Joe, I watched the My Bloody Valentine 3D remake. Have you ever <laughs> oh, seen that? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with Jensen Ackles. Yeah, so you recommended, and we talked about it on the Normie overarching episode, uh, that there's a couple of these supernatural guys, House of Wax, stuff like that. Jensen Ackles in this film, this was the first time I've ever seen this. Spoiler alert, I guess, if you care about the My Bloody Valentine remake from the 90s. Um, 
he's the bad guy at the end, but the premise gotcha. is is that he's insane, so he thought he was chasing the bad guy, and then he says, look, look, there he is, and everybody's like, it's you. <laughs> oh, wow. No, man, uh, you're the kind killer. of, I don't know. I, I, it, was, it was very interesting. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I've watched um, the original Dawn of the Dead classic and um, The Thing. Ooh, classic. You know, get a little body horror and some talcum powder zombies in them all. We've talked a lot, George Romero. I also have been watching some zombie movies. Here's the split, Mike, and I'm curious where you fall on this, Joe. There was a lawsuit after Night of the Living Dead that caused uh, George Romero's partner to split the license down the middle. As you'll notice, as you just said, the the continuing George Romero films are Dawn of the Dead, you know, Day of the Dead, stuff like that. The Living Dead part falls off there. Return of the Living Dead is right. the film franchise that this man continued. I've watched one of those and just found out that uh, I'd never seen it before. The one that I thought I had was the sequel. So have you guys ever done that before where you, where you saw number two first? Uh, I think I've done that before, but the, the Living Dead franchise are a lot more like punk rock. Yeah, than the, uh, yeah Return grimy. of the Living Dead is very punk rock, motorcycle, rock and roll brain. It's a gas that turns you into a zombie, and even then you're you're not really a zombie. It's just kind of how you died, you you are that. You know, you're not a walking around ghoul. No, no, not in the same way that the yeah. classic Romero zombies are. Yeah. You know? I think I fall closer to the Romero. Right? Do you guys? I'm, I'm a bigger fan of that. I'm a Romero truther. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, you know... <laughs> To me, like the actual zombie, everything yeah. else, like you have like Night of the Creeps, uh, the Rage Zombies of like 28 Days Later, those are all fine. They have their place. But to me, zombies will always be, you know, George A. Romero's. Oh, creation. it's not like Cell, like we talked about in our last episode. Check that out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. not for me. We are The Walking Dead. Like <laughs> yeah. on Facebook, if you agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe, did we get, what, what is your Halloween, Halloween festivities? Oh, it's been great. You know, I told you guys all about uh, Zach Baggins and his yeah. haunted mansion, did the haunted hayride. Carved some pumpkins? Carved some pumpkins, saw some classics, uh, Hocus Pocus, gotta oh, always give it up to yeah. those. Gotta give it up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a good season. It, it always comes and goes so fast is my issue. Yeah. You know, like, it's my favorite time of year and I feel like you blink it away. Yeah, absolutely. Any um, costumes? You know, what do you, what do you guys no, got planned? No, I hit on? the same problem every year. Joe says it moves fast. This day hits me. Guys, it's tomorrow. What are you going as? I have no idea. An unprepared mess of a 30-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've said before, to anybody who just wears like a white t-shirt and writes sexy costume on it, ah, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about doing Ferris Bueller because I mentioned before right, I watched yeah. that recently. I got, yeah. I got a very similar vest. You just yeah. get a white t-shirt. I don't oh, know. I thought you were maybe even going to say a Detroit Red Wings jersey go as a uh, Cameron yeah you got the Gordy Howe jersey as Cameron that's true yeah <laughs> I've got a couple just hanging up in my closet that are always ready to go you know like I got an Indy a Han Solo yeah everybody has those yeah. just an Indiana Jones <laughs> just outfit ready to, ready to go in your closet um, I feel like I'll probably end up doing my classic Spider-Man Peter Parker nice I did Mad Max last year, but I didn't keep the jacket that I made. It was an oversight. Why didn't you keep that, man? That was so cool. I just, I don't know. I should have kept it. I can find a photo of it for the for the normies out there. Yeah, post it up. This week, we'll have to post some of our best uh, Halloween costumes from the ages. From childhood to now. That'd yeah. be great. Um, you know, another thing I used, I did Casey Jones for two years ago, and he wears a hockey mask, much like Jason. So <laughs> Great segue, yeah. my friend. <laughs> Why don't we jump in? Let's talk about the movies in the Friday the 13th universe. Oh, 
so Friday the 13th, a franchise based on the killer Jason, who wasn't even introduced until the third movie. Let's dive right in here, guys. What is your history with Jason and Friday the 13th? What about him as niche to normie? Well, my vote, this is Mike here, for the niche would be the first Friday the 13th movie because it's so associated with Jason Voorhees himself. He shows up in the second movie, but he's wearing a bag on his head. He doesn't get the hockey mask until the third movie. And, you know, that's when he became iconic. So the fact that it was Jason's mother doing all the killing in the original is something that maybe not a lot of people know. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Mike, you don't think everybody knows that line from Wes Craven's scream about Drew Barrymore messing that fact up now? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't even remember that line. So. <laughs> See, I, I think that's one of the things that is, be- it was niche. And it's become so normie because it's the joke of like, it's nah, the nah, pop no, culture thing now. Yeah. You know, it's the new uh, Frankenstein was not the name of the monster. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that. Um, to uh, me, the niche is mm-hmm. what is Jason? Ah. Like, is he a zombie? Is that what you guys would clarify him as? Or is he a slasher? Or a demonic entity who yeah. can come from the depths of hell to seek vengeance. Yep. yep. In uh, Jason Goes to Hell, unfortunately, he becomes what we're always scared of, spooky snakes and spiders again. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> this is something that just resurrects monsters. Boogie oogie. Yeah. Um, to me, Jason's kind of a tragic figure, almost sympathetic to a degree. He's got an overbearing mother, much like Carrie, who we talked about in the last episode with Stephen King. And, you know... She's overprotective, and then he drowns, and then, you know, traumatic death, obviously, and then kind of his mother's thirst for revenge, and then his spirit comes back, or whatever it is, and then he's compulsed to do murders, because that's what his mother wanted. It's almost um, psycho, like this the overbearing mother figure, you know, influencing the actions of their children, you know. A classic trope of the horror genre. Yeah. His spirit comes back or whatever. I'm totally on board there with you. Pamela Voorhees, the the enemy of the first film, years go by. Two years she gets revenge after the death of Counselor's negligence, not watching Jason. He drowns in that swamp. Mike, you're not thinking of the last shot of that first film. After she is disposed and they get away, who jumps out of the water to pull them back in? That's our first shot of Jason, and we see him with his weird frog face. Yeah, he That's is right. the, the mutated monster. I so mean. at that point, what is he like as an audience member when you're watching that and you're thinking, there he is, the spirit did return, or are you thinking they were in on it together? Did she not realize that her son had returned? Is this a hillbilly revenge story? Yeah, it's like a weird mix of all this stuff. It's hard to tell. I mean, Joe, what's your take on well, it? Well, it's such a classic stinger. I mean, that scene it's is... It's like the stinger. Yeah, yeah like, sure. like that stuff didn't really exist. Like that type of cliffhanger before we got Friday the 13th. Yeah. I mean, they've admitted that it's kind of a ripoff of Halloween. I mean, that was the big thing. Halloween, uh, the babysitting murders... Um, all those camp typical camps, sleepaway camp, the classic slashers of that era, yeah, they're absolutely grabbing onto. They're doing it because it's a low budget. They have the camp. It's not shot in Hollywood. This is a film that they end up bringing to Hollywood to get financing to release it, but it still stars a young Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, true. That's what I loved about kind of this era, like the late 70s time. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like things were low budget, but like high concept and like, I don't know. It's just there was so like so many iconic horror villains came out of this. I mean, Freddy, 
Leatherface, Jason, uh, Mike Leatherface Myers. Leatherface was not one of my boys. I, I gotta say, I am you're, Leatherface. You're a big Leatherface. I ride fan. higher on really? Leatherface than Freddie or Jason. Oh, I yeah. didn't know this. Till That's the crazy. I do not think of him as you know the Trinity to me is. Freddie, Jason, and Michael. I and think then, Michael's more boring to me. He's, oh, he's I, the least <laughs> of the three. Oh, I'm he, sorry. His backstory is as confusing as everyone else's. But Mike, I would say to the big three Joe just said, yeah. you have Pinhead, Chucky, and Leatherface knocking on that door looking through a window trying to get into this party. Yeah, that would be like your Sinister Six. <laughs> yeah, they they're they're around there, but yeah, I, I I guess I wouldn't slot Leatherface into the top three yeah. by any means. But um, you're getting all these iconic characters in this low budget. Like we're gonna shoot the thing in Texas and you know pitch it to some studios. This one they're shooting at the camp. You know it's affordable and it's iconic. But the legacy is coming from that stinger. Really, that stinger is the beginning of. All right, here's Jason. That here's launches it. a universe. And beyond that, yep. it brings them back for a part two. How many film series go up to a part seven, part eight, part nine, up until Jason X, where they shatter that out? Yeah, well, Jason X was the 10th the movie, right? Yep. Does anyone have, uh, well, so we have 12 Friday the 13th films. <coughs> we think the 13th one is, I, I anticipate on a delay. I've got some good news right now, actually, as of today. There's an ongoing legal battle with one of the original writers who's sort of like a James Bond situation. Uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about the way that all worked out, where at a point some people owned the name Blofeld, you know, the inspector, the enemies of James Bond, but not James Bond himself, and they came to agreements and deals. That's happening in the Friday the 13th universe. Somebody owns Jason, they don't own Friday the 13th. It's like Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but I think we're finally going to get it in the next couple of years. I think we're about a year away from some news on the 13th or Friday the 13th again. I don't know what you they would get call Ice it. Ice Cube and do next Friday the 13th <laughs> or the final Friday the 13th. Uh, I, I would hope that they would just wait to actually release it on Friday the 13th, October, whether that's yeah. in six years. I don't know what the cycle is, you know. It's pretty far off. Because it's mean, Saturday, it the, Saturday 13th, the 13th. As of, yeah. Mm. Uh, this this month was Saturday. So um, anyway, I I like Jason X because he was in space. If I just want to mention my favorite one. <laughs> well, if you're mentioning your favorite, maybe we just jump right into tops or bottoms right. here. Let's tops just do that because we Jason. have 12 of them, right? So that'll be my top. Um Jason X, just because it has the nitro, uh, uh, liquid nitrogen. The, the liquid, liquid nitrogen, nitrogen face freeze. Yeah, smash into the table. That's a classic. It's just so absurd. The robots, the fact that it's kind of pulled out of the continuity. Well, you just said yeah. absurd. Mike, do you like your Friday the 13th goofy or scary? This might also lead into why I like Leatherface. I like when the slashers become the hero because you just want to see them do over-the-top kills. And like we said, Jason is the master of you know, creative kills. So... When he, it gets to that, where it's just more about Jason doing ridiculous oh, things. Bow and arrows. I mean, the sleeping bag, right? Let's get yeah. that, right? Yeah. Classic stuff. So um, space was just like, let's just go crazy. And the sleeping bag kill, I mean, that's referenced in uh, the remake too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the remake, they have that. Yeah, that itself is a remake of the kill in Part 3 3D, where yeah. it was, of course, a gimmick, but that kill in the remake. If I can just go ahead, I know you didn't say your bottom. My top is Friday the 13th, the remake. Wow. It is great. a phenomenal remake. It's a phenomenal film. It's a Platinum Dunes. As we've mentioned before, this is Michael Bay's production company. He bought up the rights to a lot of these horror properties. That's kind of what Platinum Dunes was created for, to reboot these franchises. It 
perfectly encapsulates the franchise. You have an opening scene that pays credit to Pamela Voorhees. Yep. I mean, you with you, her direct yeah. voiceover, same yeah. actress. Yeah, pulled and, right. Yeah, from the exactly. Film. You get young Jason. You get all the setup for that. You're getting the buildup of that entire franchise and such a payoff that you know why would you need to watch any of the others in my opinion? I mean you you even get Baghead Jason yeah. referenced oh, yeah. before yeah, yeah. he gets the hockey mask. That's I mean true. it walks you through yeah. the entire franchise. No that's that's very well done too. Um and another one of the supernatural boys. That's yes, right. Yes, that's right. That's Jared Padalecki's turn as well yeah, and okay. uh, our favorite from Flash as well, the Caitlin Snow character. Yeah. Yeah, that um that reboot remake was super dope. Um I think we should talk about what is cool about Jason. We're talking about the big three, right? We yeah. mentioned that he's like the most creative kid, but like, why? Like, why is he so fucking cool? Like, more. We should expand on that because he deserves more. Can we get your tops first, Joe? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I love, and it's not the best movie, but it has. Uh, I re- Do that, yeah, and I'll yeah. and then I'll repitch the thing because I didn't want. Oh, good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll edit. I'll put that um, note. So, Colin, you just threw me with tops or bottoms. Joe, how about your tops? Uh, you know, it's not the best movie, but it has some of my favorite moments from the franchise. Uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. No, that is oh, the worst. That is, is my so, bottom. That's so campy, though. That's why it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's a terrible movie overall. Yeah. This is that. why we like Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it has uh, Jason uppercutting someone's head off which is great. That is a cool Off um, of a building, right? Yeah. It's that goes off. <laughs> yeah, he's like boxing a dude and literally uppercuts his head off. And like one of my favorite gifts slash moments that I post all the time of him walking past a couple punks in Manhattan and just kicking their boom box. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're being like, hey, we're going to kill you or whatever. And he just takes off his mask and shows him his face. And you don't see it. No, yeah. we don't. As and I feel like that's the it. first yeah. movie where they were like, okay, we get it. We understand the camp that people are really watching these. And so that's Kane Hodder. I don't know. No, that is. That's, that's Kane uh, Hodder as Jason. Kane Hodder appeared before that as his first appearance in The New Blood. Exactly. Yeah. From on. And uh, he, he was kind of the first guy to give physicality and, a character. and personality. And like exactly. kicking that the jukebox. Yeah. Like Jason has music taste. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, not this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like, I, again, it's not the best movie. They don't even hit Manhattan until like the last five minutes of it, which is hilarious. And he's it's just called, on a boat. Yeah. It's called Jason Takes Manhattan. It's 90% on a fucking boat. Jason um, on a Carnival Cruise Line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it reminds you of your high school graduation trip. Exactly. Where, uh, exactly like that. <laughs> a man yeah. in a hockey mask got on board. Yeah, and, I, and I boxed him on a rooftop and he uppercutted my head off. <laughs> I thought you meant I only spent a very short amount of time in New York at only the tourist destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last 10 minutes of that film yeah. takes yeah. place in Manhattan. That's when guys, he finally takes say. Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, it really should be called like Jason's getting ready to take Manhattan. And does that mean yeah. something? Because the Muppets also took Manhattan. <laughs> Was he the first one to take <laughs> Maybe Manhattan? Maybe that's why I like it because it I just reminds me of the Muppets. Know. I don't um, know, Mike. Did and I remember like the first time like in college, we had a party where we we marathoned all of these. We yeah. watched all of them in one night, and by that point, like had a solid buzz going. Was feeling great. And and you're waiting the whole time. You're like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna take Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> and he finally gets there yep. in like the last five minutes. So you're saying in college that we kind of marathoned these. That was my first opportunity to watch a lot of these. And I'll just go through the list here, guys. Hit me with a seen it, not seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen every one of them. Right. I've not so seen all of them. Refrain. <laughs> so I'll hit some of these. Out. All right. How about Friday the Thirteenth, the original? Seen it. Friday the 13th, part two. Yep. This is Jason. This is the bag head. Yeah, bag you head know, he Jason. doesn't have the mask He's got on the yet. pickaxe, yeah. 
Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. And this was the first hockey mask. It's got the, the bow and arrow kill. That's the that best game. Stuff. Yeah. That's probably yeah. one of the best kills in the franchise. Yeah, the bow and arrow kills type. I watched the documentary, the Camp Crystal Lake Chronicles, an incredible documentary. I believe seven parts. Uh, I believe it's five hours long. Um, That's uh, right. This entire franchise, they go into detail about how they did that effect, and it's. I mean, you can't get away shooting arrows at kids anymore, guys. You know, <laughs> nope. pure eighties schlock. And is this the one with Tom Savini took over the Tom Savini took effects? over uh, originally in number two, actually number two, yeah. which so he was creating the design of Jason originally. Yeah, he's a horror icon. We mm-hmm. talked about him a little bit on the Resident Evil episode. Is a the zombie makeup guy for Romero, and he's back here creating some of the most iconic horror kill scenes ever. Then we move on to Friday the Thirteenth Four, the final chapter. And now, is this the one where Jason is a like his spirit takes other people? I, I'm getting no. That's uh, Jason goes to hell. Yeah. Okay, that uh, one where he starts possessing people. Yeah, and it's a tie for my least favorite between four and Jason goes to hell. Yeah, I have not seen four or. This goes is where to he hell. goes up against a bunch of bikers. No, no, I did not see this. That sounds right up my alley, though. <laughs> it does not pay off as cool as you would think. Punk-o? Then we jump on to Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning. This is Corey Feldman, right? This is where Corey Feldman's introduced. True. All right. All right. In Stephen King episode, Corey Feldman and Stand By Me. Huge through lines. Also Ninja Turtles. Another episode. Go back and check it out. Corey <laughs> Feldman's yeah. a big part of a lot of what we talk of about all here. all 80s. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> um, this one, this is probably, other than Manhattan, the most poorly received. This one does not feature Jason as the villain. It also does not take place at Camp Crystal Lake. It's Camp uh, Greenwood, I believe. And uh, it's a copycat killer who at the end was just posing as. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment too much. But like, once we establish Jason, people want to see Jason. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. that's what they're here for. Yeah, That's Come what on. I mean, the turn you take when the villain becomes the main character in these horror franchises. Like, how are you going to make a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and the, the turn is usually the part two. Yes. Yeah. And Mike, it's funny that you say that. I wonder if the name of the sequel here is a result of that. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Now, do you think they were putting the Jason in the title? This is the first time that's appeared there to say, we apologize. Yeah, (laughs) he's bad. He's back. Yeah. Final chapter, new beginning. Oh, no, Jason, he's he's alive. Which is, I think of those three titles in a row. Final chapter. This is it, boys. We're done. So (laughs) this is kind of the point from onward for me where i really do actually love these films a lot this is the first supernatural film this is the first time he's ever brought back from the dead believe it or not guys the coup de gras you know the kill shot at the end of every one of these films is canon technically the friday the 13th universe those first five films all take place over a matter of days you know it's jason gets back up after he gets shot in the head he gets a machete to the face he keeps moving we have no idea why but by this point, he's dead. Jason lives, part six. A lightning bolt hits his grave and right. brings him back from and the he dead. climbs out that bitch. Why not? So it's what do we like? Yeah, you know, you mentioned it earlier. He's the monster now. Now he is, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, I know they try to make a whole bunch of mythology, too. And um, I don't know. He's, he's the unstoppable force, you know? That's it. He's vengeance incarnate whether you deserve it or not he doesn't care he's, yeah he puts his sights on you and he's going to come for you well and do you deserve it at all i mean like the right. thematics of like you know Pamela. Horny, horny teenagers get it like that is right if you are skinny dipping having sex doing illegal drugs yeah, yeah, but but I, those 
I would argue, though, by part two, guys, before we even get that Jason sort of stuff, the first film, you're totally right. We've got the mm-hmm. anti-drugs, anti-sex. Part two, we have kids in wheelchairs who are our protagonists. You know, a guy in a wheelchair who's a good guy. We see them get killed. Texas like, Chainsaw Massacre did it for... <laughs> <laughs> I like when you care about the protagonist, opposed to... Now, and in the reboot, it goes a little too close to this for me. There's the guy who's just the scumbag who smokes weed, who you're just waiting to watch him die. And they're just written as that. I I like that. He has a line. You call it the first target. Yeah, he has a line in, you know, that character in the remake has a line where he's like having sex with a woman, or I guess guess a girl, I guess they're teenagers. And he's like, you got perfect nipple placement baby it's like yeah. oh that's okay, right this that guy's line. gonna die yeah you don't have to talk about nipple placement in a jason Voorhees movie and survive <laughs> yeah jason is watching for a window clocking that writing that down <laughs> in his notepad <laughs> like i know we're getting a little bit out of it but the remake also has a shot where like the camera just zooms and jason is standing on top of a roof like he's fucking batman <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, pretty badass yeah and it's that's like oh, great okay, jason there he is, is though that's funny. So right. The Supernatural continues the sequel to this, Part 7, The New Blood. New Blood I haven't seen. Haven't seen, Joe? Big yeah, fan. I've seen that one. So this is Jason versus Carrie was the pitch. That's, uh, oh, okay, I've I heard mean, about throw this. back to our Stephen King episode. Right. They wanted to do Freddy at first. New Line they should do Paramount, that. they couldn't come together. Mike, I think that's a pipe dream. <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to get that payoff. Pipe wink, nightmare. Wink. Yeah. So, all right. So, Jason Carey, that's the setup. I think yeah. I've seen the end. I watched when Jason got killed on YouTube. And when it, he, she's psychically holding and crushes him. Yeah. It's very cool. Again, you're, you're seeing that's the fun. supernatural elements. I like that element of it. Yeah. Once he becomes supernatural, he comes, like, that's when it's like, okay, Jason is this, he's just a force of nature basically yeah well and this one was how do we get something to fight a force of nature yeah. okay they have We're to kind of run out supernatural yeah. abilities yeah yeah that's true yeah. I, I like that though because i like when it gets kind of weird because these are supposed to be fun and goofy then we go to part eight we get on a boat joe it's takes manhattan hell yeah yep 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 going to new york gonna kick some jukeboxes oh, i love when he goes into the diner <laughs> and the, the cook is like you son of a bitch and jason just <laughs> but no there's a guy in a leather jacket who gets up like i'll stop him and then the chef is this big ass yeah. dude who pushes the leather jacket guy out of the way he's like oh i got him and just gets racked yeah i mean i i would say it's definitely the most like whether it was intentional or not funny yeah yeah, yeah. and that's what i like the horror and comedy i said before are very closely linked they go well together and but you skipped a couple here but you're back on track so is yeah, this now we're back. a hbo is this a rental at a party uh, these are all rentals or mm. you know yeah and somebody says so it's at, at some point somebody says to you They've got Jason number eight, and it, does the thought cross your mind? Well, I haven't seen the last four. Like, does that even matter? No, you can just. It means not exactly. What? He's in Manhattan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, how did he get there? <laughs> On a boat for two thirds of the film. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm just like, let me jump in there. You know, let's jump in there. And then it goes. Jason goes to hell. The final chapter. Yeah. This Which is what we talked about favorite. before. Yeah, where yeah. he's more monster. He's not even kind of a person at this point. Right. He's body jumping. Yeah. He's body so like jumping. you're not even getting the iconic look for most it's of it. It's just the spirit. Yeah. And no number. No part. No part nine for that one. Because this was supposed to be it. Yeah. Jason goes to hell. The final. The chapter. box art is probably the best for Jason goes to hell though. The Absolutely. snake coming through Going, the mask. That's like the one that sticks it's out. The fire the in the background, Mike. That is when yeah. I think of this franchise. That's the 
image that I see. And this is the one that had the the tie-in for Freddy and uh, the claw at the end, bitch. Yeah, the claw at the end, <laughs> reaching up, and the Necronomicon on the shelf of Pamela Voorhees' house. Oh, that he has I did not the Necronomicon. Know. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, oh, wow. he has the Necronomicon. So that was supposed to be the tie-in to Ash verse Jason verse Freddy. That makes oh my sense. God. Little you could Sam still Raimi do reference it. there. You could still do it. And of course, in Evil Dead Two, Freddy's claw. Mm-hmm. Freddy's oh, claw was in Evil Dead too. In the shack where he goes to get his chainsaw, it's hung up in the back. I never knew yeah, that. Dude, it's really badass. That's awesome. Okay. Then we go to the future. We hit Jason X number ten. Yep, out in space. Completely out of continuity here. I mean, yeah. none of what occurs in this film ever gets referenced again. No, because it's in the future. Right. So obviously it wouldn't. I mean, it makes no, it's sense what we're working that it towards. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually we'll get there. We're going to loop back around. This yeah. one is here. We're working our way up. Yeah. Mike, you like this one. It's just fun because it's I love this the one. most ridiculous. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, there's the, the what sexy if, android. Like, yep. It's, it's like, what if alien, but Jason? Yep. You know, and camp. Perfect. Yeah, and it's it's super fun. Also, yeah. what if video games in this universe are like super advanced VR? Oh, yeah, because they're the Crystal Lake VR. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you get the two girls who take their tops off and yeah. say, we're fun campers, and Jason goes, and he starts to like walk towards I mean, they, they all bad. had so like funny. gratuitous yeah. nudity and stuff, but I feel right. like this was the first one they were where they were like, okay, well, we're 30 seconds in and no one's seen any boobies yeah. yet. Joe, Gotta again, you would think at the top, but by the middle of that series, it dips by the time he's fighting Carrie, they kind of want more teens on board, and they're not really flashing as much right. gratuity anymore. Yeah. Well, when they when these things were coming out originally, like they were schlock. You have to get yeah. people to pay money to go see them. You gotta, you know, they do that kind of stuff to sell tickets. Just oh, if I watch this movie, I'm expected to get some TNA. It's not the best business practice, yeah, but I'm they gonna did it. see some boobies. Yeah, it, regardless it, you know. of if it's good, that's worth my nickel. Yeah, I'm 16 <laughs> years old. I'm sneaking into this movie. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, it's cool to have that hollow sweet scene. Oh yeah, and um, it, it's so self aware. You know, oh, it's incredible. It is very self aware. I don't. Yeah. It's like Leprechaun in space. Do you guys oh, ever see that? God. one? They did that. Blown up. Oh, that's so funny. I did not see that. <laughs> all right, let's send Mike Myers up there, guys. Let's in ten, look, <laughs> let's do it all in space. Elon Musk yeah, will get him out well. there. Elon Musk presents Freddy vs. Jason vs. Leprechaun. Versus Michael, I versus guess, Xenomorph. Do you guys think in space? Yeah, Freddy's Predator the only too. one where they couldn't get sci-fi Freddy just because you know what you dream in space that just wouldn't work, right? You could get sci-fi Freddy. Astronauts sleep. <laughs> yeah, Freddy's on Mars. Oh man! I mean, Freddy's anywhere all the time. Yeah. right? You know, Welcome Freddy to Uranus, bitch. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, Jason X. I don't know if this is a detriment to it. It was the first one I felt like I could watch a lot. Like I would just watch it on TV in the middle of the day because oh, it wouldn't scare me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As a kid, I could yeah. watch it. Yeah, it's just that, and that's where it gets to being that yeah. funny, over the top, gore fest stuff. Like, yeah. you know, it's like uh, what's the band Guar? Guar, yeah, guar, like Guar. Like they're not scary. It's a lot like Guar. They're gory, but they're not scary. Yeah, right? Weird. So Jason X. Jason X, then we go right to Freddy versus Jason. It finally happens, guys. Loki, this might be, could be in the conversation for my favorite. I had this movie Jason on DVD. Movie. Um, I, I this love movie, this movie. The day it came out on DVD. I Other than all it. the others, you're saying? No, I did not have a lot of the others collected. This one to me, it was just like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the Special. argument I've made a handful of times on niche to normie stuff where it's like, in the zeitgeist, like the original Star Trek, 
I don't need to watch the original series. I can jump right to TNG because I know all this shit. Yeah. When you meet Freddy and Ver- Jason in that movie, you get it. You know who they are. They you whether you've seen too. any of the movies or not. I think um, is this. Let's do it. Let's do a you know debate here. Is this the best versus film ever made? Is <laughs> it better than Alien versus Predator? Any, and that's the only other it's one. It's better I can than Alien versus Predator. Cats versus Dogs. I think. I think it, I think <laughs> it has a slight you. edge. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it had Janine Garofalo. Yeah, I like to see the Predator and the Alien go up against each other more because I think it's more natural. I'm not sure that Freddy should be haunting Jason's dreams. What? Because he's manipulating, again, yeah. plot of the movie, because he's <laughs> manipulating him to go kill these teenagers yeah. to make them afraid of Freddy again. Right. So, I mean, like, that's honestly, awesome. the plot is there. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that's awesome. The, the plot does exist in this movie, as, as garbage as it is. And we're talking where the bad guy becomes the protagonist, and this truly, Jason becomes the protagonist, the guy you're rooting for, because they need to keep Jason asleep so he can go kill Freddy in the dream world. Like, how crazy is yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, he's the one you're rooting for in... He's He's the Freddy only one who can Jason. save them. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Like the the most evil force of pure murder, right? And they're like, well, we need him though. <laughs> and do you guys just remember that scene where the canisters are shooting at Jason and he's just kind of like lumbering like, past yeah. him? I think about that shot a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. But then you sympathize too because Freddie's using the water to fall on him. He knows he drowned. <laughs> Maybe people say that's dumb, but like, it's like, ah, oh, he's just, at the end of the day, yeah, he murders people, but he's just a kid who drowned. I mean, it's yeah. also a good callback to the mythos. Like, exactly. I think that movie does do a pretty decent job of, it, of sticking to it. And it plays into what Freddy does. What's Jason's biggest fear? Probably drowning again. No, it's let not me play on that. I mean, you guys are 100% right. The franchise itself has such a weird, loose mythos that Freddy vs. Jason really does kind of play it up. Halfway through uh, one of the Corey Feldman films, he just says, I think he'll die if we get him back in the lake. And people just like start assuming yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll so go with that. Interesting that Freddie and Jason are like, sure, water's his weakness. Water's his weakness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Except it. for in the best movie, Jason Takes Manhattan, where he just comes <laughs> right up and gets on that boat. He yeah. just not, yeah, you know. Yeah, isn't it interesting that Camp Crystal Lake opens up into Manhattan? <laughs> yeah, well, why wouldn't it? <laughs> it it's never the Hudson River. There's an aqueduct in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the last film in the franchise, number 12 of Friday the 13th, just titled Friday the 13th, 2009. And this was the, the remake, the reboot, soft reboot even, you could say, because they do acknowledge that, you know, the backstory. Yeah. Uh, this is my Jason. You mentioned Kane Hodder before. I really like Derek Mears. Um, he's a stunt performer who's been all over a bunch of franchises and uh, uh, just a, brings a very cool characterization to Jason. Yeah, I mean... He's this, got swagger. Oh, yes. confidence, yeah. too. Yeah, like exactly. There's, there's an imposing air about this Jason. Like, he feels like... Everybody's heard of Jason. Maybe you haven't seen the movies, but when you see the 2009 Jason, he yeah. feels like what you would imagine. Yeah, he yeah. knows he's part of a legend. Yes, he is legend incarnate in that one. <laughs> yeah, that's not a Will Smith reference. But yeah, he he <laughs> is legend. You're right, Mike. He, <laughs> no, he definitely embodies that that physical presence. Definitely, Cotter maybe gave him the. Um, he gave him the rules. Look, Hodder's the one who came up with the uh, not running. He stopped that completely, just the very slow lumbering yeah, There's to no teleport. reason he would ever run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he maybe, he maybe dialed in the personality, and then 2009 is like, just solidified it. Yeah, because that's the point. Like, you know, he's inhuman. It doesn't matter how fast you run. He's no. going to be right behind he you. He can teleport. doesn't matter, yeah. He doesn't need to run. You need to run. 
and you do. <laughs> yeah, fast. It's Just not, some general favorite thoughts about him. I mean, things like that. You guys like when he teleports. I prefer that to the running. I love how you guys say teleport. Like, like that's confirmed. Like he is he, teleporting. Like, if you turn, he's fucking nightcrawler. If you turn <laughs> behind a cabin, he will be there. If you yeah. run to the next cabin, he's already in that cabin. <laughs> and not too like big of a spoiler, but yeah. like in the game, he has the power to teleport. Yeah, yeah like I was gonna bring that up. Like yeah. he does actually. So teleport we'll talk more. But does game. he have that in the movies? Is what yes. we're here to ask. Yeah. I don't know if he does. What? That, I mean, he does. He does. Like you see it. He does. But is it explained? No. That that's no. A, is it in his power docket when you no, get no, his no, one I mean, sheet? Well, what, what would be in his power docket at all? Like he big. <laughs> he he attacks. He, he, he protect. Um, <laughs> he smash. He smash. I wouldn't even put the machete in there. Truly, I mean, he has you know, a lot of weapons. He's very improvised. That's yeah. true. He is the, the MacGyver of murder, man. Yeah, Jeet killed O. I love to see anytime he pulls somebody through a window. Oh, yeah. yeah, that really That's a great, gets like, me. Oh shit, he's yeah, right there. Exactly. That's the other. His his attribute is also his strength. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Freddie doesn't have strength. Right. No. Neither does Michael Myers. Really. Leatherface. Not in even the same degree. Leatherface is just like a mangly rascal, a Tasmanian devil. Yeah, it's he's a, not as strong as the Hulk, like ripping but, through buildings. Yeah, Leatherface will pull you through, or I mean, Jason will pull you through a wall. My biggest fear about Leatherface is that he'll take that mask off and be Mick Foley. <laughs> I've always thought that about my life is that <laughs> no, he's just like. Don't make me read your book. <laughs> he's like a big slob. I've read all three of his books. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So Jason, that's his other main attribute: yeah. his physical strength. So he can slam your head in a car door. He can, I mean, truly crush your face with his palm. Whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that's what makes him scary: is that physical strength, and he's just slow and methodical. Yeah. Are so you, is he human? No, he's a zombie. He's a zombie. He is a zombie. So you don't think he's yeah. any sort of like demon or evil incarnate? No, I think he was human. I think he is a vessel for the vengeful spirit of his mother to influence, right? So it's like... Oh, Mike's Freudian. Yeah. Because she was the one... She passed her judgment on the campers of the no sex, no drugs. How did you let Jason die? And this is why, because you were so distracted by these vices, right? And then it's that voice because the mother's love she killed them because she loved her son. And like maybe the spirit and the vessel of Jason is feeding off that. Because the sweater, he responds to the sweater like he, he still is influenced. To, he he by responds his to the head, guys, when he's got that shrine in his little hidey hole. Yeah, you know, he does have a little hidey hole. So I think really it's just he's, he's Helga Pataki. <laughs> yeah, he's Helga Pataki and just doing what Arnold wants him to do, which is murder. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, do you guys like the hockey mask or the bag? I like the bag a lot. I actually I'll be like honest. the bag. The bag's spooky. Yeah. The, the hockey dumbest- mask is. Yeah, the superhero costume. Yeah, I mean that's putting on the cape. Right? Yeah, 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 that's his cape. Why? Why a hockey mask? Though? I don't know. There's no hockey. Does Crystal like freeze over in the winter? You think <laughs> they can just play some pond well, hockey? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it if it opens up to the Hudson River, then obviously it, it does. Obviously come on. Does. All right, so now and that yeah, it's in the supply closet. They have the <laughs> hockey mask. Okay, this all makes perfect sense. In the remake, he just like pulls it out of that guy's like shed yeah. after he murders. He finds him. it on a mannequin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's so. Like, oh, okay. Why did that guy have a mannequin with a I fucking hockey mask yeah. on it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same uh, mystery Alaska pond. Um, I don't know, man. It's super. You're right. It's putting on the cape. The worst thing about the bag head is the blue overalls. Because in my mind, again, <laughs> it's, it's like, just, it kind of gets a little too hillbilly. That's a little yeah. hillbilly. He looks yeah. like um, 
the show uh, Home Improvement, the next yeah. door neighbor. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. just hiding his yeah. face. Yeah, it's like if he had to see Al out in public, he'd just put a bag on his head. That's or true. Go he's back. got like the one eye peeking out of it, which I guess makes sense because you'd need to see. But also, it's like, why well, you got that eye out? He doesn't need depth perception. <laughs> no, or go back and listen to our Resident Evil episode. He kind of looks like some of those Resident Evil 4 When you take the, the mask off. And the mask. Yeah. So that's another question. What do like you think nemesis. he looks like underneath that mask? I mean, remember in Jason Takes Manhattan, he spooks those punkers. Overall, just for me, when I think of the silhouette that he cuts, like we're getting a lot now where you see with the eye holes that Michael Myers is a person underneath there. I kind of don't even like seeing the eyes of Jason. So when you talk about getting that mask off, seeing that face, I I like what we talked about earlier in Manhattan where the audience isn't getting it. It becomes a crutch that they start to lean on where they do want to film. Take that out for me. Yeah, they do want to film to just kind of really, that's their, their makeup showing off. Yeah, and like showing this is the state that this vessel is in now. Like it's been through hell and back. It's been yeah. underwater. Like however they want to portray it. Yeah, I don't think they need to lean on that. I mean, there's the, there's the look with the one lower eye, and it's like kind of weird. I don't know. I like the slightly more zombie than that, but not like the waterlogged. So you don't like the deformed look. You like the monsterish the look, monster-ish kind look. of like somewhere like because he was deformed. I mean, that is the he tragedy. Was. That was is that he was a deformed. Fiction, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like when the mask is working into his skin when it fuses. Oh, I think it's like layered yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the ultimate look. Yeah. yeah. Like he, <laughs> that's primo the Jason. ultimate Jason when he cannot yeah. take the mask off you know? he's looking his finest when it's embedded into his skin yeah I mean because it's like he is the mask that's the Jason persona nobody ever except for Baghead so these movies do have different genres to them I mean we have you know the original Friday the 13th is a straightforward slasher who who done it even mm-hmm. uh, and then we, we reveal Pamela um, then we have like the gorier aspects where it's like creative kills. He's going to get someone with a bow and arrow. He's going to get someone with a sleeping bag. He's going to get him with a weed whacker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have sort of the supernatural elements as well. in some of the later ones where he seems to have some sort of demonic powers, the next, the next one you really got to nail, right? We've had 12 movies. Friday, the franchise is called Friday the 13th. We're on That's the true. 13th movie. Mm-hmm. What do you guys want? What do you want to see in the 13th? Friday the 13th. I like the last one that they did so much. I, You know, when we're talking about the different Jasons, that was the hillbilly Jason. We haven't seen that Jason transform into the undead version. It's too many years out now, but I would have liked to see a sequel to that. Yeah, because you got to think we're we're a decade away. This is, no, you're, I mean, you, we're on full reboot territory, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, But does I, it need to be a full reboot? I mean, my right. argument would be that he's so much in the American zeitgeist and in our culture. You know, everyone knows who Jason is. Do we need to see it rebooted? Spider-Man Homecoming didn't do the origin story again. I think Jason's big away. enough that you don't yeah. need to do it. And it would be cool to turn that corner of demonic Jason in this new style. Yeah. Something like the Predator franchise, I can look at what they're doing right now and point out what's wrong. Like they are continuing forward when that's not what the coolest part of that story is. You could do a World War II movie where they go up against the Predator. You could do the Civil War. You know, you could look to the past. Oh, I would love something like that, yeah. man. Like Tremors. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> no, number four is the worst. <laughs> I, I don't like when old they went West? to the past. No? Yeah, old, old West, what, please. All right. uh, but when I look at the Friday the 13th movies, I cannot pinpoint what is going wrong. They're embracing all the tropes that I loved younger. 
have we aged out of that? Is it PC culture, quote unquote? Um, you know, is the climate of movies just that it's big blockbusters now, or as we talked about in our horror episode, sort of Oscar bait horror films? Like, is uh, you know, is you can't get arty? that. Yeah, exactly. Is it too lowbrow for today's climate? Huh, that's an interesting question. Some of this might be informed in the video game section because it feels like some of this quote lowbrow. It was more like free-form filmmaking of the 70s and 80s. You could just kind of do whatever and see yeah. what sticks. Now everyone's scared to take risks in the film industry. But with video games, you can make a Steam game, you can make an indie game and take a risk and it might blow up. So maybe the studios are hesitant, but I think it's a franchise that's big enough that it deserves to show that it can walk on its own feet. Look at what the Doom reboot game did. It captured the true spirit of what it was like to play those original games when other stuff had kind of fallen off. Do that with Jason capture the spirit of the imposing presence, the demonic elements, and just treat him right. You, you saw how the, you said they messed up Predator. Just pay attention to that. Stay away from those pitfalls and focus on just delivering that pure Jason experience. Do you want laughs in a Jason movie? A little bit. A couple, yeah. Yeah. Would you? It I needs mean, to be self-aware and a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but not totally like... Jason X. Goofy. Not Jason X, no. Yeah. Something like Doom, the remakes there, they're not necessarily throwing the mythos out, but do you mind if they play with it a little more, Mike? Definitely play with it. I think I think he needs to be in the woods, around a lake. Mm. Jason X is way too extreme. He doesn't need to be in Manhattan. <laughs> but Jason, I guess, is at his purest to me when he's in the woods, you know, behind a tree, around a cabin, right? I mean, that's Jason. Jason is the summer camp slasher, period, bar none. Yeah, I mean, more than Michael Myers or Freddy, you know, he's he's location based. It's That's like, like as a true. kid, I was never afraid of Jason. Well, what about Elm Freddy? Street? Nightmare on Elm Street. But he's everybody's dream scale. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, he's stuck to Elm Street, I suppose. But also he could be, you know, think of dream warriors everywhere he goes. You know, you can yeah. be someone's dreaming of Tokyo. Yeah. Um, to- you know, Tokyo oh, also Freddy. New Nightmare. I mean, he's in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, oh, boy. he's very location based except for space. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, would you? All right, so here's a crazy pitch. I would like to see Jason trying to bring back his mom. Wow. Ooh. Do you have any interest in something like that? I could see him kidnapping a person that resembles his mom and trying to make her fit yeah, that that's role. That's the reboot. Yeah, I yeah, that is. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, Almost yeah, a yeah, two-hander yeah. of she's also a monster, and you know maybe that's kind of what hands. I was thinking. Almost like a bride of Frankenstein, love but that, a mom of Frankenstein. Joe, you know, fuck, God damn it! If you didn't just hit the nail on the head with how much this character is almost tied to the Frankenstein monster, I mean, misunderstood, hated by the masses, wow. freakish. Fucking Bride of Frankenstein. That makes sense to me, dude. Yeah, that's kind of what I would like to see. Yeah. It's wow. a play that goes deep diving on these mythos. Crazy. Uh, and brings back Pamela Voorhees. I think, yeah. Pamela. Undead monster. She is, as much as Jason gets the spotlight, she is the in, the inciting character, right? The Which I always thought evil. was kind of weird. Like, you have the She's queen. She's a fulcrum. Yeah, the in, queen. In uh, Alien, right? You like you, you see the, the, the xenomorph queen. Why would you not see the Jason queen? That yeah. is his mom. Yeah, that's As long true. as it's not Rob Zombie's Halloween where we're seeing ghost oh, mommy. Oh, boy, I hated that. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, Halloween 2, yeah. the Rob Zombie one. So bad. It's like a Norman Bates thing, but not. I don't want yeah. Jason in a wig. Yeah, I don't want that, but I, I like the area you're going to. Yeah. yeah. I think they need to do something inventive because like you said, and we talked about in the, the first horror episode, we are in the, the era of the art house horror film. How do you take Jason and make it a little more uh, psychological? 
I'd say fuck that and kick the door down, grab their head, slam it against the stove, <laughs> and do some Jason shit. Yeah, man. But I mean, cut you, the gas line, blow the camp up. But you got to kind of live in this world. You're right, Joe. You got to kind of. How do we take that and then ad- adapt it to this? I mean, modern guys, taste? you know, we're dancing around it. The Halloween remake that's about to come that's out. That's happening, right? It's about women empowerment. It's about firearms. It's about safety in neighborhoods. I mean, they are touching on cultural stuff. They found a way to bring that franchise into the modern age of horror films. Why couldn't this? See, but I think Michael's a little more grounded, man. Like yeah. he is. He's a he's a kid who killed his family and went and to an insane asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like, oh, he's a kid who was murdered and <laughs> lived in a swamp and it then emerged in his way in a demon. <laughs> yeah. his mom revenge and yeah. some yeah. It's a little bit more complicated, but you could take notes from how they revive the Halloween franchise and apply those lessons. Yeah, see I either want one of two ways. I want a thoughtful psychological thriller slasher with Jason trying to reanimate his mother, or fucking bring me Bruce Campbell. Bring oh, me Robert England and Look. make Freddy versus Jason <laughs> versus Ash. Yeah, if we're talking about that, let's just kitchen sink it, right? Yeah, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Get, forget it. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what you want. Then why don't we go ahead and jump over to the comic books where that did happen? Oh. Ooh. So that was the movies of the Friday the 13th universe. We teased there a little bit at the end, the Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, which does exist in the comics, and we'll hit towards the end of this segment. But first, let's talk a little bit about the the origins of Jason in the comics. You know, like we talked about in the first uh, horror Halloween episode, comics used to be mostly horror stories. By the time Jason came around, we were in that superhero boom um, Colin, I know you did a little bit of research about Jason making uh, his introduction there. What was it like when he first appeared in the comics? Uh, I'll tell you, the first company to pitch him up is a perfect one for him. You've got Tops, the trading card company, right? I mean, what are they known for? Obviously, baseball cards, but what's the big weird horror thing there? Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you go back and listen to that episode, they did make a couple comics. Yeah. Nope. That's right. It's Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, what? Oh, that is Tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, cards and everything. Weird Tops gross cards. Uh-huh. So Tops picks up and starts a Tops comics line, and they just start adapting Jason comics directly from the movies. They do Jason Goes to Hell. Oh my God! So was this a the first introduction of the comic book line was with Jason? Yes, sir. Wow! What a what a, what a beginning, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. I mean, again, they understand the culture that's going on in 1993. You're not doing a story about Pamela Voorhees. No, no. no, you're doing Jason Goes to Hell. You're doing supplemental material in that to sketch out the scenes more, which, of course, as we brought up in the past, gets thrown out <laughs> in yeah. the movies. They do not care about any of that stuff, right? And these are the types of things that I think, like, today you could probably do a Pamela Voorhees slow burn thriller comic. But at the time I get, you know, you're, you're cash grabbing, essentially. Oh, guys, we'll get there. Uh, but first, Tops does, uh, beyond that, their own first original, a 1995 three-issue crossover that Mike's going to go bananas for with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, what? Leatherface yeah. and Jason? So this actually kind of makes sense to me. The thing that I have been saying I don't like about Jason the most is how trash he is, (laughs) or I guess low status, or hillbilly. Wow. Look, Michael Myers, killer of the suburbs. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it just makes sense to me. You don't like upper middle class yeah. killers? No. Um, I just, it's the griminess. You know what I mean? So this comic book actually, and of course, none of this canon, ties together him and Leatherface are brothers. Oh. It turns out. That's, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. It's a little bit I of could absolutely see that as well. Baghead. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, they, did they do like brother stuff? Go killing yeah, people, they you know? got on a... Uh, uh, a train car and just started killing hobos oh, and then God. just started killing people wherever they got off at. <laughs> I mean, yeah, again, it's brothers, man. They're we're literally talking the movies. Is that where we'd want it to go? No, no. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like camping, but not yeah. that much. <laughs> They're the literal hobo murder squad. D and D party. Yeah. Just a movie of, you know, these two sad killers already killing even sadder degenerates. It's but like, oh my God. The right place for that is a comic book. Yeah. Right? For like, sure. This is fun. where you can do that. Because it's just stuff. a weird dreamy world that they're creating. Well, and it's almost like fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, all yeah. fiction is fan fiction. Oh, they have sex. It's based on <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so from from there, Tops uses them for quite a while, creating their own runs. But then they get picked up by Avatar Comics, uh, and this is after Freddy vs. Jason has been released. So this okay. is about 2005. And this is more of a narrative world. Like, they're actually creating their own continuity. The premise is, is that two siblings inherit Camp Crystal Lake, and they want to fix her up or it. Yeah, okay. Okay, so what are they going to run into? Jason and Pamela. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, even it's worse like than like... Fop, it was a summer fop. to remember. <laughs> yeah, even worse than like trying to like renovate your home and finding out it's like above a sewage line. It's like, whoa, we inherited like a spooky <laughs> hockey-faced guy. It's oh, hi, neighbors. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's good to... <laughs> Meet you. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like in the bushes and you're like, well, I'm sorry, he comes with this place? <laughs> yeah, he's the groundskeeper. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I would think right away. Anyone and, want uh, this sweater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Jason had a brain, I guess he might pull some Michael Myers stuff where he would just take his mask off and try to blend in. But no, of course, he just starts killing people immediately. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, does he have a brain? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting question. Can he or does he just, things out? Or does I mean, he just pursue and kill? I would would say he has a brain continuity wise because he was sleeping and freddie was getting into his dreams so <laughs> that's, that's, that's my my big brain logic yeah. there and sometimes when he sees people escaping certain ways he does plan out the trap to catch them he again so, uh, yeah exactly i, I don't know because that'd be probably pamela. smarter than he lets yeah. on so yeah you're all about this pamela is inside him secretly <laughs> yeah Freudian, yeah uh it's like Oedipus or something. All right. Well, let's talk about what we said before. Uh, Joe, you pitched Pamela Voorhees comic. That exists. Oh, really? I so, did not know wow. that. We're talking Wild Storm. Of course, Jim Lee's comic run that eventually gets picked up by DC. Uh, does a 2007 issue with the license Pamela's Tale. This is the story of when she gets pregnant and why she ends up at Crystal Lake. She has Jason. You know, Gives her entire background there and leads up to her dying and Jason taking over. See, now, do you think this is the type of thing where, like, Split ended up being a sneak attack, unbreakable uh, sequel? Do you think you could do a movie about a woman named Pamela mm. who goes through this sneak attack? She's Pamela Voorhees. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't want it to be a Friday the 13th movie, but I think it's great inside that universe as, you know, if, if, if as if they did have their own standalones, uh, you know, I'm the camp counselor. Greg movie is going to be great. guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want that, but I'd be interested in it. I think you could definitely do an interesting, like, 
Like before the actual Friday the 13th comes out, you could do that backdoor. Prequel. It would have to be a backdoor. But back, you don't yeah. fucking ever mention in any yeah. of the nope. promo. Until no. the, the, the end last credits. scene. No. Yeah, or the end credits. And we bypassed it in the movie section. Of course, Friday the 13th was a very short-lived TV show. Uh, oh, they yeah. did this a lot. Freddy's New, Ni- New Nightmares. No, Freddy's Nightmares, Freddy's I nightmares. believe, was the name of the series for him. Um I, I might like to see the Pamela stuff as a TV show, you know, almost the or same like way Bates that Bates Hotel. Yeah, the, the Crystal Bates Lake. Motel, Scream, you know, The Mist. We're seeing a lot of that short form being adapted as prequel stuff. Bam, here it is. You know, Pamela. We were mentioning Voorhees. Yeah. Voorhees. There Voorhees, you go. Yeah. We were mentioning, uh, you know, that horror is kind of living on TV now with The Walking Dead, with American Horror Story, with the Castle Rock, a little bit of spooky stuff going on. So, yeah, I mean. Maybe you could expand the Voorhees brand to, you know, streaming services. Mm-hmm. And, I do uh, think it'd be interesting to see. We should say real quick, readers, listeners. Like a Bates Motel. Uh, we do have a TV on with some clips of, oh, don't turn around, Mike. The reason I wanted to say it was is while you're talking, you don't even realize the reboot is playing and we just saw a great topless scene. Oh. <laughs> and it was the perfect nipple yeah. placement. Oh, movie exactly. I thought it because I looked behind it. We, we recently rewatched this one. Yeah. I think it was... Um, it was either July or June. Sometime in the last couple months, it was Friday the 13th. Yeah, um, And we watched the, the reboot on Friday the 13th to celebrate. Nice, nice, and nice. I remember that moment where he was like, perfect nipple placement, baby. And I was like, yeah, oh, my yikes. God, why did I, I say I wanted w- to put this on? <laughs> I can't wait till this guy dies. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Phil Dumphy is in uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And he's like, like, I have the keys to the bone. It's like, yeah. please let him die. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna get it. He's gonna get yeah, it. Yeah. See, he just said it. Yeah. And you show it to your girlfriend, and you're like, I-, I love these movies. And she says, What did you like about them? And then these scenes pop up, and you're like, well, Dude, ah, Not this. The it's funny to say this. Uh, <laughs> this reboot was yeah. a first date of mine. Oh um, wow. Yeah. And oh, I saw it. Funny. I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it at midnight the Thursday before it came out because it did come out on Friday the thirteenth. Um, and then I saw it again the next night as a as a first date, and it was. <laughs> An interesting experience. I always seem to get a very important work emails when that scene pops up and I'm watching <laughs> with my girlfriend. Uh, no, no. Oh, what? I didn't even... What are you talking about? I didn't uh, see that I, scene. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, or God forbid with your parents. Yeah, I saw Resident Evil with my dad. Uh, There's like five minutes uh, in, Mila Jovovich. Anyway, moving on from boopers. <laughs> Back to the comics. That's pretty much it, guys. There's not an ongoing with Jason right now. As Joe mentioned, the comics is the only time we've seen the crossover with the Evil Dead. We had Jason, Freddy versus Ash. Now this talking. is what you really yeah. want. It was a really fucking fun miniseries. Um, IDW. IDW. Um, the covers were by... Scotty Campbell, who is a really well-known comic book artist, does a bunch of Spider-Man pinups with uh, Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy and Black Cat. Mm. Um, and he did a three-part cover where it was Ash in the cover of one, Freddy on the cover of one, and Jason on the cover of one, and they all blend together beautifully. Oh, man. Um, it was everything you'd want. It is campy. You got Ash at S-Mart. You got Camp Crystal Lake. You got Freddy coming into their nightmares. It is hilarious and scary and fun and and a pretty well done story i would say oh man i mean you know they're working off a script that existed so it makes sense yeah because this was something new line wanted uh, and the issue was that all three of the characters were owned by separate people oh and they just could never get their shit together and when they finally did 
you you couldn't get Ash, so we just yeah. had Freddy versus Jason. And we should say the second issue was unfortunately Freddy versus Jason was not the box office darling that they hoped it would oh, be. Yeah, man, I love it though. I yeah. wish it would have done better. Yeah, but the the book is a ton of fun. If you're a fan of even one of these three, you're gonna love it. Um, there's a ton of great Ash comics. Maybe you know next year we'll do an Evil Dead. Uh, uh, episode yeah, he's one of up, my baby. favorite um, horror icons but to games, see him yep. go up against the, the two icons is is so much fun it's similar to that pitch of like give me the supernatural brothers versus every horror icon they encounter Chucky yeah. they encounter I was about to Jason say, Freddy how can you not have a post cred where Michael's watching all that like <laughs> fuck you Ash <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do I do weirdly keep Michael in a separate category to me because he's more real he's, he's a more man grounded. Right. Yeah. Not he's a, a dude um, I do, you know, hot take, I guess I shouldn't say this, while we're doing the Jason episode, I do think Michael reigns supreme over all the rest. Oh, wow. interesting. Uh, in terms of actual horror movies, I think the best horror movies are Michael versus Jason. Yeah, versus you love Freddy. number three, Season of the Witch. The season, I oh, do okay. love Season <laughs> wow. of the Witch. I don't want to get too off of it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is our Halloween yeah, episode, so it's course. okay. Let's, uh, uh, let's, I do like that one. Yeah, let's touch this again on the recap at the end yeah let's just oh, yeah, go yeah, through yeah. because we'll I, I want to debate this a little bit yeah. just basic halloween movies that's a good idea yeah who's the greatest um, who's the because i'm gonna fight for leatherface back off fellas. <laughs> all right but well. you know as we as we wrap up here in the comic book section i do have to say hail to the king baby obviously ash is a great character to see him go up against these two icons is so much fun i couldn't recommend that miniseries any higher idw uh, i guess it's like a decade old now at this point it's been a long time no that's that's amazing. I um, gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, there are trade paperbacks. There's variant covers. Definitely something worth uh, tracking down. Those three covers would be something I'd put on my wall. I, I, yeah, I'm going to LA Comic Con uh, at the end of the month here. Ooh. Definitely gonna be looking for that. Hey, keep an eye out, Normies. You might catch a glimpse of Joe over at LA Ooh, Comic Con. Say hi. Well, here we are in 2018. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of comic book news coming up. They don't have anything ongoing. Uh, again, I guess our recommendation here would be check out the Ash versus the. Uh, team there because that's kind of the best representation of jason in the comics yeah i think that would definitely be fun if uh if you're a fan of the franchise you'll love it yeah otherwise things seem a little bit underwater right now <laughs> oh he's got to get one in every i got episode. <laughs> <laughs> well you. so we've we've uh you know watched jason we've read jason what about being jason should we huh? play the killer himself So with a killer like Jason, you know, it's one thing to see the kills. It's another thing to do them yourselves. We're here to talk a little bit about the games of Friday the 13th. It feels like Pamela Voorhees would be the type of person to kill you for playing violent video games. Like she's the type of mom. <laughs> absolutely. If she was like, still around, she'd be like, you know, what is it? Mad? The, the oh, moms. absolutely. Guys, once again, you know, violent game. she's not killing the people who killed Jason. She's taking revenge on anyone who goes to Camp Crystal Lake. She is a maniac. Yeah, <laughs> and does whatever she deems to be yeah. immoral, right? Yeah. So she'd be like, Mortal Kombat. Not die. <laughs> yeah, I die. Yeah. Well, speaking so. of Mortal Kombat, we're talking all about the games. What uh, what experience do you guys have here? Let's also speak of Mortal Kombat. Um, I've watched gameplay of the new version um the snes version i never played but 
I mean, everyone knows about how bad it was, but I have played Mortal Kombat X, and that has Jason Voorhees as a downloadable That's character. That's right. You told us in, in the right. Mortal Kombat episode, he is a player. Jason, Freddy, the alien, the predator, like Leatherface oh, so is what in is, it. All that. that. What is, is Jason's dream. finisher? What yeah, is his, it's a lot. He's got his a, fatality. He's got a classic cleaver down the skull. I think he rips their arms off and beats them to death at one point. I, it's just going to be all machete play. Yeah. Does he do a uh, babality or a, any of those? <laughs> Are those in there? I wonder if he has a, I don't think they have the friendships in Mortal Kombat X. I think it's just pure <laughs> it's, it's just pure fatality. Him and Freddy high-fiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, I, I really like what I've seen from the new one, but let's go around and see what everybody else is. There's only, to my knowledge, three of these. Counting Mortal Kombat, his appearance there, there's the new multiplayer game. 2016 or 2017? 2016, I believe. And then the yeah. SNES game, which is notoriously bad. Mike, I'll, I'll say even worse, not even SNES, it's NES. It's NES. Oh, so it is one of the very... bad. And is it... Is it Friday the 13th with Jason, or is it Friday the 13th with Pamela? It's I mean, called Friday old. the 13th. It's an adaptation of part two. And it's okay. Jason. So you're backhand. Yeah. Actually, no, it has real... No. It has it has Hockey Mask Jason. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It is Hockey Mask Jason. It oh, must okay. be part three then. Yeah. So it's just a tie-in, but... I have not played this one at all. Have you guys? Have you seen anything about it? I have not, no. Wow. I didn't even know that existed until yeah. we were about to do this episode. Well, I mean, quickly uh, set it up. It's a NES game. I misspoke on SNES, but you are playing as multiple camp counselors. It's like kind of a three-quarter top-down view where you move around the map. And basically, you're looking for items, clues. You're looking for weapons. And Jason will randomly appear at cabins on the map. You need to navigate there and try to defeat Jason. And uh, on the way, there's zombie dogs and ghouls that you're throwing rocks at. <laughs> you remember those from the movie. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. The ghouls that pop up out of the ground. You gotta ground. watch I mean, out for the ghouls. You it's got like throw Jason's rocks at dogs. them. Jason's minions. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of dumb. Um, you're trying to light fireplaces in the cabins because that will keep Jason from going into there. Yeah, from coming out of the fireplace. And the game over state is you can switch to the different counselors and they're all in a different location on the map. So the idea is you can take control of any of them but like if Bobby's got the gun and you transfer to Tracy... Tracy only has a rock, so your your inventory right. isn't shared. But that's pretty interesting. So it's it it is, but it also plays like garbage. Sure, but for an NES game, I mean, those are some uh, pretty, pretty lofty mechanics. It's pretty ambitious, and yeah. you get a little Jason alert when he's at a cabin, so you can go and try to <laughs> save the other counselors. But also notably in this, Jason is wearing a he's got a bright green head and a purple jumpsuit, so he looks like a weird like. I don't know. It's like Zombies Ate My Neighbors character. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah, oh, Scooby-Doo villain, better, exactly. Guys, I'll give you the perfect example. Nika uh, Batman. Remember the video oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those colors. Those They've action figures were Those very action expensive. figures of Jason as well, where oh, he's got okay. the green and purple. And those are the, really good gets uh, in the action figure world. People go crazy for those yeah. Nika figures. Right. And in the 2016 game, they added that as a skin. So they have the NES Jason skin in fucking that game. hilarious. See now, this is a game I do have hands-on experience with. It was yeah. a talking twenty sixteen. Talking talking twenty sixteen. Uh, Friday the thirteenth. A Christmas gift from my folks. Nice. Uh, so nice. obviously they're aware of my interests. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's a ton of fun, man. Like, um, have you guys had a chance to get your hands on this or just see gameplay? What uh, where's what's your experience with this one? 
I've watched hours of gameplay of this. When it came out, I was so intrigued by it. I never got hands-on because it felt like you would want to play with friends. And I didn't have any friends who were going to get it. <laughs> Mike, it must have been 2017 because I think we were working together when this game came out. Because yeah, we maybe, were yeah. uh, actively awaiting the response. I remember watching trailers together. That's true. Yeah, we were, we were stoked about it. So so for we won't say 2016 anymore if we got it wrong. Amend that in your mind retroactively. <laughs> we're just going to call it the new one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I only have watched the gameplay, but it looks so dope because for the people who don't know, you're, it's basically 7v1 multiplayer, right? One person is Jason. The other seven players are counselors just trying to get the materials evade. they need to yeah. evade and escape. Right? And while there are um, single player modes to kind of teach you the mechanics of the game and how it works from both sides, it's primarily just an online map-based play game it is pvp with uh the one map yeah. yeah and i know they originally had tried to kickstart it for you know a while and if they got enough money they were going to do a jason x map but they didn't get enough money but maybe down the road it's been pretty popular <laughs> streaming wise i think that's what helped it blow up is it became a real big stream game for it, a while it is um you know, having Colin, Colin, do you have any experience before I start to talk a little bit about what it's like? I do, uh, and I definitely wanted to bring up the crowdsource nature to it. I yeah. think that's very interesting of it. And uh, of the complaint department for it, and I do not have hands on experience, just gameplay like Mike said, yeah. and talking about the friendship part. From what I understand, is the matchmaking is not perfect. The the issue with the matchmaking, I I, I have I own this game. I've played this game uh, a handful of times. Have not put as much time into it as I'd like. Uh, because of the match playing or the matchmaking aspect, it is very frustrating. There are people who, uh, you know, they say they only like to play the game as Jason. If they get in the game and they are not Jason, they leave. Oh, which that's is terrible. very frustrating for all the other You've parties involved. You've wasted 15 minutes at that point. Yeah, it's 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 not jumping into a match right away. Unfortunately, that is the biggest deterrent of the game, which came out at 40 dollars originally. It okay. was not a full 60 dollar game. Um, you know, it was really, I think most of their sales came through downloads. I did get a physical disc cause like I said, it was a gift. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know they did physical presses of it actually. I yeah. thought it was oh, yeah. digital only. Oh no, I have it. And, uh, That's awesome. you know, it came with a download code cause one of the other cool things about it is all the skins. You do have different looks Duh. for Jason throughout the ages. I mean, you can be them all basically. And each one has a different power set. So like the counselors will close a door. A certain Jason may be able to bang through doors <laughs> faster, through doors. like have a faster door breaking stat, but a lower strength stat or whatever. So yeah. they all have kind of different stats there. And um, the core abilities are basically the same, yeah. which do include teleportation, a, a, a canon uh, explanation for the travel. It is teleportation. You select where you want to be on the map and you go there. But the way it's portrayed in this video game, and we're watching it right now with the red highlight and stuff, uh, but the way the camera moves from the point of view, it's Sam Raimi. I mean, this is exactly. Evil Dead. You're becoming is the spirit in the, the woods. Yeah, very cool. That's well, very cool. The two by four cam. Yeah. And yes. one of the most exciting aspects of playing as Jason, in my opinion, is the traveling because you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> like when that camera is floating, you're you're giddy with excitement to to wreck these counselors. Um, I will say hands-on experience, and I think this is a little controversial f for people who do like the game and people who watch the gameplay. I do not like being Jason. Uh, really? It is not fun, um, in my opinion, because if you are not like great at it, uh, they're just going to run away from you. And right? they're going to uh, get the spark plugs, start yeah, the car. Yeah, and it just feels like, um, you know, when you were a kid, did you like to be it in tag? 
Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you, Left for, for Dead, humans or zombies for you? See, I do like to play both you in like Left for Dead. Yeah. Uh, it is fun to hunt. And a lot I'm more not collaborative. Yeah, that's a huge aspect of it because you don't have that. It's very singular as Jason. Um, Jason has nobody. That's what you're saying. He has no one <laughs> in his lonely. life. Uh, it, it's very satisfying to get kills as oh, Jason, yeah. but it is more satisfying to either kill Jason or escape as a counselor. Yeah, because you, you do not have to kill Jason to win the game. You can just escape or kill Jason. Dude, I've watched videos where people are just underneath a bed the entire time. I think that's so oh, man. cool. And playing that is a lot more fun to me than being Jason looking. I mean, it's like hide and seek. You want to be <laughs> hiding or seeking? Yeah, yeah. you want to be hiding. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty cool how they built it because it's like, okay, you can fix the phone and call the police, but then you have to wait for the police to show up and just, you know. And when they do that, it's so much easier to kill them because they're just waiting around. Yeah, you know they're 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 trying to fortify their position with weapons that are pretty damn hard to come by. And they're it's it's Jason. They designed him to be the unstoppable force, so he's pretty durable. Yeah, you yeah. know. Oh him. yeah, they're not gonna kill you. Like I've never I've never played as Jason and been killed. There's I've a very specific escape. way that you have to kill Jason too, and they yeah. didn't tell you at launch. And I don't want to spoil it here, but yeah, no, I, Ooh, yeah. I love, love the research mystery element of that. That's very. They cool. didn't tell anybody though. Yeah, there was no, a way to do it. Yeah, the internet figured it out. If you want to spoil it, look it up. But I'm not. Gonna yeah, do I'm it. not even going to say. I it. had I'm, to I'm guess. Guessed. God, I hope it's getting him back in the lake like those movies. That's Who knows, awesome. man? Gotta gotta yeah. figure it out. Definitely watch it out. One thing too, when this came out, it was so popular that it was crashing the server. So as an apology, they um, gave everybody the NES skin for free. Oh, awesome. And some other stuff. So An apology for being so popular. Yeah. <laughs> Our bad. We didn't yeah. think you'd love it. But yeah. it is, it is uh, in my opinion, one of the best horror game adaptations. I've only played one of those Alien games, and I was not too happy with it. Was it Isolation? Because no. I hear that one's quite good. I it love Isolation. It was not Isolation. Yeah. It was one of the yeah. ones before that. Alien um, Predator Arcade. <laughs> yeah yeah oh that god was so good. Uh, machine guns x revolution so good but it is it's you know like when you're jason you feel like you're jason i mean, I mean people are walk, running from he's you. walking around with a machete right now i assume he always has that we saw him walk up to the side of a log cabin pull a knife out and he started using that as his primary oh yeah and you can too. pick up i mean you can pick up anything and use it like so it is cool. it's pretty it's pretty well designed and they you can stomp through beds you can rip open doors and it all stays that way like one thing I like to do is go around and just crack all the windows. It's spooky, you know. Like Good if you're setup. if you're running job. away from him, you know, crack the windows. They they recreated the sleeping bag kill in this game too, and this is Kane wow. Hodder reprising his role as Jason for all the mocap. Wow, and, I did not know that. that yeah, is so cool. Yeah, I really I really cannot recommend this game enough. Um, yeah, it's awesome. All the kills were done with motion capture. They didn't 3D animate them. They made him actually build a fake door with the tennis balls on the little ping pong balls. They did it. all mocap. He said we need to get stuntman instead of mocap actors because I really want to throw them around. So all the kills, you know, Kane Hodder had a big role in kind of helping design Tom Savini as well was a consultant on like how much gore should come out and stuff. So wow. they really tried to get as much of the original team back together. And the graphics are pretty solid, man. They are I mean, they are it fun came to out watch. Last year, guys, for Xbox, yeah. for uh, Steam. Uh, you know, it's it looks great. And all the counselors are based on fan favorite counselors. Tommy Jarvis is in yeah. the game. You're going Tommy. to see them um, uh, and and they each have their own skill set. You know, like if you want to be someone who's 
really good at fixing up the car, but maybe not fast, or someone who's strong and can box Jason for a second. You Buy know, some like, time, yeah. Yeah, there are aspects to each of them that are different, and that changes up the gameplay a lot. It's a little bit like a Resident Evil Outbreak, you know, where each player you could choose had different, like, I can hide better, I can open locks better, I can do technology yeah, better. This is like that. Own, Guys, their own perks. this has not happened to me in a while. I'm not a guy who watches Twitch streams, who understands the concept of watching other gamers uh, i am fucking sucked into this game i think i just got my night figured out this is like watching yeah. a movie it's like watching a cool it new really friday the 13th yeah. and by the way the stream we're watching is jason Voorhees playing the game <laughs> yeah he is so he's in, is in the hockey jason mask Voorhees. yeah it's pretty that's cool. that's why he's not bothering anybody right now he's found a new love <laughs> it is too busy. Oh, what a good outlet mike You're mom right. let him play video games you know you kill people in grand theft auto jason <laughs> Um, this is the uh, the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him sitting on Twitch playing the game. Uh, yes. Can I can I go back with my history real quick? Absolutely. Um, so the NES one, uh, a rental of the Super Nintendo Nightmare on Elm Street was a staple in my house. Really? That was a side scroller with kind of chunkier graphics. I don't know if you guys ever played like this, yeah. the. Um, but something like the Dennis the Menace game as kids, or oh, maybe even like that, the yeah. pan or the big hook. Sprites. Exactly, yeah, where you had uh, like big heads and stuff. You played as the primary girl in that first one. And I remember thinking like, cool, this is an anchor. You know, I know this character. You're running around, you're doing these things. I like all of this a lot. So when I rented this, the Friday the 13th NES 1989 game, yeah. and you're playing the multiple characters and it's jumping around a lot and it almost kind of looks like pitfall in my mind it does like, look bad i just i did not like this game at all it's yeah it's marginally better than pitfall <laughs> yeah like yeah like just a little bit yeah um and then as far as the future other than this dope ass game we're talking about right now friday the 13th the game uh they are still using this ip a lot uh upcoming on phones and the switch this year friday the 13th killer puzzle is just a puzzler game you know small little environments where you're just playing people running away surviving from jason $20 price point for a Ooh. mobile game on the Switch. I don't know about that. That is hefty, man. Yeah. I've You're paying had, for the name there? I've always had an issue with uh, Nintendo's digital distribution. Like the eShop. eShop. The yeah. interface is terrible. The prices are terrible. Like Add funds for nineteen eighty nine, and it's yeah. like, no, no, just let me pay with my credit card. Why am I adding Everyone, small amounts? Well, yeah. and if you're going to add amounts, why can't you add the exact amount yeah. you want and not just enough to make it so you have to add double to yeah, get the exactly. one game? It's like, uh, let me buy my Clash of Clans tokens. I can get two hundred and fifty for nine ninety nine. Like, just let me pay nine ninety nine for the game with my card. Um, that's too much. Um, and it, like, is it relevant, or are they just milking the Friday Thirteenth name? I cannot imagine that it means anything. This to game, the property. this is the makes property. it relevant, yeah. and then they're just cash grabbing on everything else. Also, it makes it relevant, and it's a passion piece. I mean, yeah. like these guys kickstarted a video game for one of their favorite oh, franchises. Yeah. Like that's huge, and that's why they got Kane Hodder. That's why they got Tom Savini. That you know, they got everybody's blessing on this, and so much attention to detail, and they knew that it would be the fans that kept it alive. And that's why it's so satisfying to play on both sides. And I just got to say, like, if you're one of those people who's getting in matchmaking and quitting when you're the Jason, uh, fuck you. When you don't get to be Jason, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Like, just be cool, man. Play the yeah. game. A random note I want to bring up is, like, this game feels like it came out of kind of the emergent gameplay that you would see in, like, Halo 2 days. When you have Juggernaut, you get to be the Juggernaut, everyone's oh, running yes. away from you now. So it's a whole game designed around Juggernaut mode, right? 
being the tank in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and the controls are simple. I mean, it's a great POV. Like we said, the graphics are great. Guys, if you like this franchise or if you're just a video game fan, pick up this video game. And definitely watch a video on the NES version. It's just one of those things like (laughs) it's legendary. Like it is legendary on the level of E.T. crashing the games industry legendary. And the, the fail state screen for the game, it's like you are dead. Your friends are dead. Game over. Like, it's like I love it. Ooh, I thought brutal. this was Nintendo. Like we don't even have blood in <laughs> our game. It's me, Jason. It's a me. Your friends are dead. Nobody loves you. Yeah. Life is a meaningless existence. We all fall into the abyss. Game over. Oh, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't like that. But um, any other Friday Thirteenth games that exist? I mean, I I just want to recommend this one. I want to play it. Joe's the only one who played it, but I love watching it. It just seems so fun. At least when you get a cooperative group. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the matchmaking process. Um, That's the problem with multiplayer the, games is you have to play with people. But the yeah. issue is, is I've heard groups of people who have even tried to do it together, and it's like a pain in the ass to even try to sync up that into one party. Mm, yeah, right, see, I haven't done right. that at all. I've just played uh, myself trying to jump in there. Small publishers. You know, that is the issue with the technical end of that stuff. Obviously, they're going to deliver a well-developed game, but the management of how it survives after it's space. released, yeah, that that's always an issue. Jeez. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I, and obviously it's doing well, so I think they'll probably end up doing more with this, whether it's DLC or maybe even a fucking sequel. I believe it's just going to be DLC. Gotcha. That's I do fine, think they though. said that they were just going to build on the game, and that's why they were happy Dude, with it being at a me lower there, price point. Please, that's I'm exactly in. what we talked about last week with Stephen King. Is like just have like a root game and then build out around chapters. That. They have a dope core, and then just add on to that. You know, use the Telltale model to make better games. I just can't wait for the Manhattan DLC. Hell yeah. Dude, give me Manhattan, Jason. <laughs> Hell Dude, yeah, if brother. You for real, we're on like a ferry boat the entire time for oh, an episode and you could go God. up like multiple floors. It'd be great. Yeah, I would dude. love it. No, I want to walk. Through. They can't have you on the boat. They got to put you in Times Square <sighs> in the so diner. Cool. Yeah. Well, wow, the punks. The punks would have to be there. It's yeah. got to be the punks. You would be, you'd be able to be a punk instead of a counselor <laughs> yes, and, yes, and the yes. diner guy. You're yeah, welcome. With the boombox, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, shit, he's got me. You turn on the boombox to make Jason go over there as a distraction tech. Which is literally, oh, that's we in the game. That that's, something you do. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's, it's already built in and there. There are so oh. many ways to do it. Yeah, I couldn't recommend this game any higher for uh, horror fans, for slasher fans. You're just going to love the nostalgia of like getting to do that yourself. Especially if you're a Jason fan. But definitely temper your expectation. Remember, it's matchmaking. It's other people. And sometimes other people are horrible. Sometimes no. they're not. But just yeah. be prepared. And if not, at least you get to enjoy that opening level where you're learning how to do it yourself. Yeah. And it's free to play? Or no, it's free, you said it was 40 bucks. So it, was, right it was 40 bucks when it first came out. Um, I'm sure if you go to GameStop or Steam store, it's yeah. going to be Yeah, it's now. living on Steam, though. Don't pay for Xbox Live to be playing this game. You know, yeah. Play it on your computer. Yeah, so that's the game to check out, man. This, this, uh, this new one, hopefully it'll have a lot in the future. But uh, speaking about the future, why don't we just go ahead and hit the wrap-up so we can move on with our futures.
So we've talked all about the movies, the comics, the video games. Uh, we're going to hit our final thoughts here. But before I hear the last thing you have to say about Jason, I want to go back to this debate we were having. Freddy versus Jason versus Ash versus Leatherface versus Xenomorph, the best horror icon of all time. It's about to be Halloween. Who wins it for you guys? Uh, who's your dog in the fight, right? I, I guess, I mean, I'll go. Yeah, Mike, do you want to tell us? I'm going to be... I, I like Jason a lot. We're saying the best of all time. That's different than your favorite. I'm going to be Team Leatherface and Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. <laughs> I am Team Leatherface. All right. Hey, I'm a Dennis Hopper fan. I don't like those movies, but I, I like that he's in them. I like that you like those. So does Team yeah. Leatherface give you the whole family, the whole shebang? I mean, it's Leatherface, but like, if you pick Jason, you're not also getting Pamela. True. Right? Uh, but Leatherface within the franchise of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, including the Jessica Biel remake <laughs> and specifically the breakfast club poster one is what you want yeah that, uh, no that's what i love I, I guess that's it let me pitch it real quick and we'll yeah, go sure, around tell us baby i like those because like i said i like when the villains become the guys you root for and by the second and third one they just get so goofy and it's I just fun it. and uh, the villains are so over the top when in the first one the tone is so dark so leatherface he covers everything from being super spooky to super fun and campy and that, uh, he's gonna be my pick the chainsaw is so it's the best weapon in horror. It's better than Freddy's claw or the machete. Oh, we heard it from uh, Jeremy last week with Mandy. I've got to check that out. I'm excited to see some more chainsaw violence. Yeah. All right. If I had to go, Colin here, uh, if I had to go and say my favorite, I'm going to limit it to the top three, the original Kings. And what Mike just said is the most important. You have to be rooting for your villain. I mean, that's what this is, right? It's who's, that's why who you like leads this franchise. When I was a kid, it was Freddy. You know, when I was a kid, he was the most fantastical. He did the most interesting things. He got the punchline in. He was funny. He made you laugh. Growing up now, I do not like saying the word bitch anymore. Um, you don't like Breaking Bad? <laughs> no. Uh, he's a pedophile. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's like... Yeah, right. There's so little to hold on to. Yeah, he's a bad... He's a Robert bad. England, incredible performance. But, yeah. you know, it's just that character. So then, you know, I, I would jump to the original. I would say, of course, the king of Halloween is Halloween. It's Michael mm, Myers. Michael it's Myers. John Carpenter. It's that cinematography. It's beautiful how it plays out. Um, another franchise that really loses its way with its lead. But I'm an adult. I like to have fun now. I, I like... I like the standards i like the past i like the the future that it encompasses i like the spectrum of it all i'm a jason man all right i mean that's pretty strong and especially on this episode yeah, dude. yeah this was go. it for me i love friday the 13th i love jason his silhouette is just so striking he too. cuts it like he literally cuts it smashes too <laughs> well if chainsaws are the coolest then you know Ash is the man. Oh, I mean, come you're bringing on. him in. He's got one for a hand. Chainsaw battle. Um, that'll always be my favorite franchise because you could put Ash against any one of these guys, and I'd be in, and I'd have a hero to root for. You know, you guys talk about liking when the killer's the hero. I I, I like the hero. I like to be the good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I root for heroes. Uh, so right. Ash is a hero in a horror universe who's also a little gruff around the edges and funny and gets the punchline. You don't have in. a lot of franchises built around the heroes of horror. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's you what really you don't. get with Ash Williams. Uh, the you know, 
the the king, baby. Hail to the king. Hail to the king. Um, Groovy. And then in, ter- in terms of like favorite villains, because I feel like that's kind of a cop out answer. Hit me with these three. What do you? Yeah. What do you feel? The franchise is called Halloween for a reason, man. In my opinion, Michael Myers is the king of Halloween. The movies make you root for the characters more than any of the other ones. Um, mm. And you know, maybe we'll do an episode on this in the future, and so we can go into more detail there. But like, you get a young Paul Rudd coming back to play the original kid from the. Yeah first movie that's cool taking over the dr loomis role yeah you're you're building those mythos you get the same sort of like weird supernatural fantastical elements as you do with jason with michael and you get movies like halloween h2o or halloween resurrection where you get fucking busta rhymes and a reality tv show before that was a real big thing uh so for me michael myers john carpenter you got to give it up to Halloween. The interesting thing about Halloween, Joe, is it's got the history there, doesn't it? You've got Jamie Lee Curtis, her mother, Janet Lee. I mean, in Psycho. You know, it almost has a built-in history there. It, it's like a that. legacy film. Yeah. And while we're here, even though it's Friday the 13th episode, Halloween is tomorrow. Do we think it's going to be a hit or a shit, this reboot? Oh, hit, baby. Massive hit. hit, hit. hit. I'm on hit. Yeah. So we're both thinking Pet Cemetery and the Halloween are going to be hits. So we're on Absolutely. double hits for those. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're about to hit Halloween. Uh, Tomorrow. The, the future of Halloween and horror only looks brighter than ever. I cannot wait for some of the stuff we got coming out. Absolutely. So let's jump back then. Get back to Crystal Lake. Final thoughts. We only got this cabin for another three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. It's, uh, I'm surprised it's we haven't got attacked yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's hitting 3 a.m. Yeah. We're going to go skinny dipping. So we might as well, <laughs> well get that was our the final plan. thoughts. Yeah, in yeah. Before well, we take all these illegal well, Mike's drugs. got this really cool yep. pizza slice sleeping bag he's been in all night that yeah, I'm very yeah, yeah. jealous about. Yeah. It's really cozy. I'm just going to, I like to sleep under the stars. So I think I'm going to pitch up by the tree. Ooh, right. Oh, I don't okay. know if that's safe. It's a beautiful okay. night. Yeah. Well, why don't we all just move outside? Then we'll have a camp. Campfire. We got the lake right there. Do some illegal drugs. Yeah, jazz cigarettes. Before that, final thoughts. I'll go first. I said it before. He's my favorite out of the three. I like Jason. You know, it's great. Let me pose this to you. Name a film franchise that has 12 parts. Mm, Hunger Games? Oh, wait, not yet. <laughs> I mean, you Star know, Star Wars. Wars. Exactly. It's like congratulations to, to a cultural phenomenon that is Friday the 13th. I feel like... Nightmare on Elm Street. They have to be close, right? I it's not as many, but wow. I'm sure it is up there. I think those horror movies, like they kind of blew up and did, you know, Tony even saw had like six parts, not twelve, but um, for me, Jason, super iconic. Like he, I think, embodies the most horror tropes that we still hold dear. Like even like Scream had, you know, Last Girl, only the Virgin survives, the teens, you know, that is like. So many horror tropes got created from Jason. The language of slashers. The language of slashers. That's a good way to put it, Joe. So the mask, everything, machete, the jumpsuit. The man. The man. (laughs) The myth. Ish. Yeah. Quick update. uh, With this current Halloween film that's about to come out, both franchises, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween, eight films. Mm. Both total. Okay. Well, yeah, nothing's had as much as Jason. No. Yeah. Jason lives. (laughs) He sure does. Yeah, and you know, we've had a, a killer month here with oh, uh, nice. Halloween episodes. Great way to break it down. Love Joe. delivering them for you guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed them. We've seen a massive uptick in these last couple episodes. Uh, so please 
continue listening, continue leaving us uh, reviews and ratings on iTunes. Those go a big way in helping our visibilities. We've loved these uh, these past four episodes. We're going to celebrate with a little night out on the lake here. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. I'm I got excited. the brewskis. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Think I'm going to take my top off. Oh. 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 Hey, guys, do you mind if I put my crossbow up against this tree? Yeah, yeah why yeah, not? Sure. It'll be Keep safe there sure. when we're skinny dipping. I'm going to leave it loaded in case I see yeah. anything we need to... Well, yeah. Smart thinking. Yeah. I'm going to stand under this shed where this chainsaw is just hanging up. Oh, remember, oh, let's take out our cell phone batteries, though. No distractions. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just going to run those back to the house. I'll be right back. Ooh. All right, Normies. I don't know if we're ever going to see Joe again, but this has been Mike. This is Colin. Oh, what was that? What was that? Mike? Colin? Hello? I'm scared. Joe? Are you? Ah! Ah! Happy Halloween, normies. <laughs>